All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D. Starks. Starks artist. You are now tuned in to the Judge Different Podcast where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. It's that time. We're back. <laughs> the real is back. The real is back. How you feeling, bro? Man, bro. They ain't seen you in a minute. Yeah, I know, right, bro? It's been some time. It's been a minute since I've been in front of the in front of the camera. It is crazy. You know they I mean? haven't heard from you in a while, but I actually haven't talked to you in a minute either because I have not been home. I was trapped. I was trapped. Yeah, been like four or five days, bro. Yeah, I mean, I was trapped in the six one five. Yeah, how was that? It was smooth. You know, it was almost like you know how we've always talked about moving to Nashville yeah. and that being a part of plan to like be close to them. It almost felt like that. Like if we had opportunity to live with our best friends, that was, that's what it was like. So it was, it was dope. That was valid. That's valid. What's new? What's going on? Oh man, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he ain't got no motion, no motion at all. I was actually that's just green. talking with someone about this. It's felt the first stretch of this year has felt super boring, but like, for a very intentional reason, though, I think I'm just detoxing from like Netflix and stuff that I usually I used to uh, consume oh, my time st- with being stimulated all the time. You see what I'm saying? That's so right. that's why it's felt so boring. Like I literally haven't been doing anything but like thinking about music, writing something, listening to beats, reading books. Um, for the most part, I did fold the other day and I watched a couple episodes of The Crown on Netflix. <laughs> I, I don't, know, like I don't know what that is. It's about Queen is. Elizabeth's life. It's like a show that they they made about her. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's been pretty boring. Nothing much has been going on, but I feel like it's been uh, it's been good though. All right, that's fair. Doing nothing, so what's new? You know, <laughs> you really been MIA. <laughs> I literally have been doing nothing, bro. <laughs> so how are you feeling about the single and whatnot? Or the EP, the excuse EP, me. MIA, so man. for those who don't know, I feel like we have talked about this. I don't know if Briefly. we've mentioned it since, but Jordan did drop his latest EP, I MIA, I Missing in Action. Yeah. This was a couple weeks ago, and it's amazing. And I absolutely love it just from like a consumer, pure fan point of view. So how's everything else been with that? um since you dropped it it's been good i'm i'm proud of it i'm i'm happy with it i was i was happy with it before i dropped it obviously which is if i didn't i wouldn't have dropped it and i'm still happy with it i think i try try not to let obviously people say they like it but i try not to let response like affect how i feel about it at the end of the day i'm proud of the body of work i made and it's still the way. It's still that way that's fair yeah we'll we'll, we'll, we'll play a little something at the end for y'all you feel me which one what's your favorite song oh man it's so weird, bro, because Fixed Fight is the last, it's four songs, it's the last one on there. That's my favorite one, but it's more of like a, I'm just talking on it. like, Right. And that's not everyone's lane, which is cool. My my best performing one is Masterpiece, which that's like the most upbeat one on the project, which mm. I think that's why people are gravitating towards it. Um, but my favorite is Fixed Fight, or 20 you. episodes, I got which you. is the first one. We'll run it. But, no, all that makes sense. And yeah. I guess this... I, smooth little segue and I and we can get into a little bit more later if I think you're a perfectionist in a way when it comes to your music but I think a lot of people may be when it comes to anything yeah that they really love or they're super passionate about so that's what we're going to be getting into for today's episode I was thinking about what we wanted to talk about and the biggest reason I wanted to get into this idea of like overcoming perfectionism and what that looks like is because if you're a perfectionist, you don't leave room for failure, which disrupts your recovery from it. Mm. So essentially when life doesn't go the way that you wanted or if you're working on a project that isn't 
or doesn't end in the most ideal way, you will ultimately shut down rather than actually fighting through it, if that makes sense, right? So it's like yeah. you'll ultimately like stop your progress and stop right in the midst of your journey instead of like continuing to push on. So I know for me, that's definitely how it shows up in my life. And perfectionism really creates its all or nothing mentality. It's like, okay, like if it's not ideally if it's not flawless, if it has any type of just blemish to right. any degree, then there's no point in continuing. There's no point in putting it out. There's no point in even for me to be a part of whatever it is anymore. And it's ironic because this is something that I've really struggled with my whole life, especially when I was younger that I didn't know. Mm. And it's really bled into my adulthood, and I've seen how it's affected me. So when I was younger, I used to play basketball, right? And I don't know, you may remember this, but... I would, let's say I'm playing right, and let's say I miss a shot, or I make a turnover, or anything like that. <laughs> I Yo, do remember, bro. You know, you know exactly what it I'm going to say. serious, but I was like. Um, not for real. So, for me, anytime I made any mistake during a game, I would completely shut down. I would stop getting back on defense. I wouldn't play any offense. I would basically just be, I would be useless. I'd be a zombie out there, like, just absolutely checked out and i just wouldn't want to play the rest of the game because i was like there's no point like yeah. the, the game is completely over it's finished and this would be in the first quarter like <laughs> yeah there's nothing more for me to pursue and or even try because it's not exactly how i wanted it to be and i've seen how that's even translated into my life now and this actually just recently happened literally today so for example i've committed to posting like three times a week on like instagram mm. this year right so it's something that i really wanted to stick to i want to be consistent in and last week was absolutely amazing i've hit it on all cylinders everything was um, like produced really well the results were great so this week i wanted to stay on track but obviously as y'all know i got stuck in nashville with the snow and my schedule was completely disoriented and i had to catch up on a few things i couldn't record with jordan and so i didn't have time to like edit to get things together the way i wanted to because i like to post like at least monday wednesday friday right so I wasn't able to do that. I get back home yesterday and I'm going through this like fog again of like perfectionism. In my mind, I'm like, all right, there's no point. Like we only have like a few days left in the week. I wasn't able to post earlier this week. I might as well just like wait until next week. Like don't even bother trying to edit or find something to put out. And so that was a moment for me to really like grow past that. And I decided, you know what, like, this isn't a waste. There's a lot more to get out of this. Like there's three more days in the week for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I still have the opportunity to stick to my particular goal that I wanted to in terms of consistency. So that's exactly what I did. I edited a video today and I ran into it again because I wanted to post it at three, but I had meetings all day. I had to get ready for the episode and record and I had to get on, on a lot of calls. And so, um, at that point, I was like, you know what? Like, I might as well scratch it. There's no point. I missed, like, the best time to post or do it. But I decided, you know what? Let me continue on, right. have a little bit of this, develop a little bit of this perseverance and resilience and not allow these things to completely just take me off course or stop me in my process and my right. journey to get to where I need to go. So, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I posted and, you know, all is well. And that's exactly how I really want to approach the rest of this year. And what really sparked a lot of this conversation is a question and it was surrounded around the ideas like what is your capacity for failure 
right? So like whenever things don't go your way, whenever you do miss the mark or it's not exactly the way you want it, like how are you going to respond? Right. How do you recover? Do you just woe is me and you just like weep around and mm. you just stop and you just completely shut down and don't allow yourself to c- continue to take steps forward and hold your entire process or do you continue to push toward the future, your goal and what you want? And so for me this year, that's a goal of mine because I didn't do a good job of that last year. It's like increasing my capacity for failure, not to settle for it, not to compromise my standard, but not allow my standard to get in the way of my goal. Right. Not allowing the standard for excellence that I have set for myself to not allow me to even reach it. That's why I wanted to get into this. Hearing all of that definitely inspired me. And I was like, you know what, this would be a good conversation. Yeah, I think uh, when I think about people who have, I guess, high capacities for failure, I'm immediately brought to Paul. And this is like the the main verse that I really came to my mind when I was sitting with this idea of perfectionism. Because um, I was thinking about the verse in Second Corinthians. It's a verse that many of us have heard before, something we've definitely talked about on the podcast. Um, and something I always get brought back to in my life continually is Second Corinthians 12, 9, where Paul says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. But really this main part right here, therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And so the way that this helps me in my creative process is when I'm looking at this mindset of Paul, it's just interesting that he, someone who boasts about their weakness is someone who recognizes that their weakness isn't like the end all be all. Right. Like. Who's excited about their weakness? Like, bro, like really sit with that. I mean, we read that verse a lot, but like, let's really sit with what he's saying, bro. Saying like, yo, I'm weak and I'm happy about it. Like, yo, I'm boasting like I'm happy about my weakness. But the reason that he's able to boast in his weakness, because he understands that his weakness doesn't matter. He understands that it's not really about him um, because he has pride in God's strength. Um, and, and, and that's what I mean, like in the way that it's helped me in my creativity is I think I can correlate to you in the sense of uh, making mistakes. Um, I don't like mistakes in, in, in a sense, and I've always tried to avoid them, which is why for so long I avoided my music. It's something that God was showing me. I avoided doing music because I was afraid of like not being good enough. And I was afraid of like uh, running up against, you know, um, I'm kind of dealing with writer's block right now, like stuff like that. It's like, I didn't want to run into any of that. And I'm like, let's just avoid any weakness right now. I don't want to face it. And it, and I was like avoiding this thing that God was calling me to. Um, so understanding this concept in second Corinthians that Paul is talking about is so vital to me and my process is like, yo, it's not about me. The moment that I make it about me, is the moment that um, I'm missing out on what God's actually um, calling me to. Like, yo, he's really boasting in his weakness. And the only way you can do that is when you're not keeping your eyes solely on yourself. I think that's something about perfectionism that's very dangerous. It's a a selfish act within itself. Um, Not saying, like, you know, we're selfish people because we, we struggle with this sometimes. But, like, perfectionism itself, when you look at it at face value... It, it's just a selfish thing because it's all about you, right? It's, it's my weakness, it's my actions, it's what I'm doing. And I think the danger in that is like, bro, the gospels ain't about us, right? This this story of the world is not about us, it's about Jesus. So I think that's the danger in this, this whole conversation of perfectionism. It's like you're making it all about you 
when it's not about you quite frankly um so that's that's a another part of it as well it's like it's 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 a selfish mindset it's like if you're keeping your eyes on not just yourself but on god as well that's when you can have a mindset like paul that's when you can have a greater capacity for mistakes and hiccups or whatever the case may be because you recognize like yo this weakness ain't the end of the road you know what i mean um because there's a strength that's backing me up type of thing uh that's so real. yeah that's real yeah i think yeah, we. Cause I, I talked about this even a little bit in the last episode because I was speaking about worship and always focusing on the problem and not what God can do with it or right. the power he has to get us through it. And I think it's very, very similar, like always focusing on us and what we may get wrong or not get perfectly down to the dot or yeah. the T, um, not realizing, all right, like what God can do through us. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and. Exactly. I actually remember listening to Keon Henderson. He had a podcast, and in the episode, he talked about the fact that greatness isn't what you can do, but what you allow God to do through you. And I think, you know, if we're always allowing perfectionism and like what we feel like we didn't get exactly right to always get in the way, we kind of like stop that flow of what God really wants to do through us. Exactly. And then it gets selfish because, you know, our gift isn't for us. And so uh, we then yeah. get in a space where we just pick and choose when we actually want to use it mm-hmm. because of how we're so wrapped up in this idea of perfectionism. And also what I put down is the fact that perfectionism will put you in a place where you're only focusing on the results. And when you only focus on the results, you'll miss what you gained in the process. So what I mean by that is whenever we like miss this particular like excessively high standard that we have for ourselves, we think that since we didn't get the result, we didn't gain anything at all. Right. When there were so many lessons that we probably picked up that God was trying to show us Mm -hmm. that we just completely were blinded by because we were so enamored with, yo, like it didn't look exactly the way I wanted. It didn't come out the way that I ideally would have projected and or pictured in my mind, not realizing that you gained three or four new skills. Like Mm -hmm. you came out more resilient, more creative, like more enlightened on whatever the topic and or the project may be or whatever you're trying to do. And you just completely miss all that. And that's where I was at Hmm. at the end of last year because I felt like I had fallen short on a lot of my goals that I had set, but there was still so much that I gained from last year, so many lessons. I I came out a lot more resilient. I had Hmm. a lot more faith. My confidence had gotten back, and I had felt more like myself. And I almost got in the mode of feeling like, oh, like, last year was a waste right like i just took steps backward <laughs> that's so funny i was bro. no bro for real i, like, was, I was at in the, the end of last year i was like bro i wasted <laughs> <laughs> bro, what? like yo so pessimistic for no reason bro. so contrarian dude i'm like 2023 <laughs> like i could have gone without this this was almost like <laughs> it's like that year didn't even count low-key but you know when I really like sat with it, when I was taking what I really did get, there was so much to be gained. Um, even if a lot of the things that I ideally wanted, I fell short into some capacity. So I think that's important too, to also just take a step back, broaden that perspective on, it's not always about the particular result of what it is, but like what you were able to gain along the way. Um, 
not to say that you're not trying to reach again like these standards and these marks but you can't also neglect everything else that came with it and i think that's that's what it does to me sometimes and that's what i'm learning yeah and i can i can see that like even in my own life and i guess i've uh, never really looked at it in that way when it comes to you know perfectionism and the results but now i'm looking at i think something god implicitly has been teaching me is specifically for this year as well is not to focus on um the results um and and specifically like what my expectation for the results are like i i can i can want results but in terms of like a specific expectation of this and and explicitly this i think god's been telling me to kind of stray away from that because although um you reap what you sow at the end of the day you know a large part of what our role is is to is to sow like we 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 focus on the input and god focuses on the outcome at the end of the day the outcome is largely in god's hands um and that's something that he's been he's been showing me and it's uh this was shown to me in um, in terms of this idea of expectation, really, is what I'm pinpointing here with the story. Uh, it's shown in, in when Jesus walked on water. And I think I was reading a book. I was reading, cra- it was Crazy Faith by Mike Todd, and he was talking about this. He was talking about how when Jesus is walking on the water, the disciples are in the boat. We know the story. They see the shadowy figure, and they're immediately afraid, right? And... Jesus is like, it's me. And it's like, they're, they're still like afraid. But the reason why they're afraid, because, you know, he kind of expounds upon it. It's like, they've never seen Jesus walk on water before, right? Like if they were to see Jesus, you know, cast out a demon or heal a sick person, they wouldn't be afraid. They've seen him do that before. But the reason that they were afraid when they see Jesus on this water, because they're like, yo, like, I've never seen him do that before. Is this Jesus? Like they, they were <laughs> like, yo, they were questioning it. They've never seen it before. And, um, but it was him. And the only one that stepped out on the boat was Peter because he had faith that it was Jesus, despite him not ever seeing anything like this before. He still had faith that this this was Jesus, even though it, it, it went against, you know, how he expected God to show up or had known God to show up. He he was the only one that had faith. And God was kind of showing me this parallel in my life, how there's times where I'm afraid of an outcome that i didn't expect because it's 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 a way that god had never necessarily showed up before or it's, a, it's an outcome i've never had in, in mm. a way and he was showing me like i have to be like peter in those moments where it's like god's showing up to me with in terms of the result in terms of the outcome or my expectations god's showing up this way i've never really seen it this way before but i'm gonna have faith that you know this is still god right i i i sold what i needed to sow um, I focused on my input and this outcome is it, it was in God's hands and I got to trust that. And um, there's a verse in Matthew 14, 27 that he's that I've been reading every single day. Um, Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I do not be afraid, which is what he was. That's what he said to them when he was out in the water. Matthew 14, 27, more, Matthew 14, 27, take courage. It is I do not be afraid. So that's kind of the word God's given me in terms of the results. Like this year, don't be afraid of what the results look like. Take courage as I do not be afraid. Um, so that's, I kind of want to expound upon that point because it's something that God has also been showing me in terms of results and expectations and sort of that, that whole dynamic there. Um, and something else that, that has helped me so much with my whole creative process and my gift and being like a stickler and being like per, so perfectionist mm-hmm. with it, um, there's so many things, but something that I've reiterated so much is this the concept that is talked about in let me see Romans eleven thirty six, where it talks about from from you through you until you are all things, right? Uh, and I want to read this in the Amplified actually because I love I love it in Amplified Romans eleven thirty six for from him 
all things originate and through him all things live and exist and to him are all things directed to him be the glory and honor forever amen and also philippians 2 12 through 13 i want to read as well it says therefore my dear friends as you have always obeyed not only in my presence but now much more in my absence continue to work out your soul salvation with fear and trembling for it is god who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose heavy on verse 13 for it is god who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose right and the reason this has helped me so much because with perfectionism i feel like there's like this pressure to live up to like a specific standard um but something god's been showing me is like there is no pressure like it's and like like we were talking about a little bit earlier in the episode about it's it's not about us this is kind of in that same vein of it's not about us but more specifically digging deeper into this this idea of it's god working through us and that's what these verses are really showing like from him through him and to him are all things i can't do anything without god right like um in in the verse where it says god is working in you right he's doing a work in you for you to do what is pleasing to him um and it it takes the pressure off that's the point i'm trying to make like mm. a big part of perfectionism is the pressure but once you realize there is no pressure in a way the perfectionism kind of leaves because it's like well there's no pressure to live up to the standard because god is working in me to live up to it and that goes back to what paul is saying which he i feel like he fully understood this concept which is why he was able to say it like i can boast of my weakness because god is working through me to do to do these things like it's gonna be straight like it's gonna be cool um and i feel like that's a point of encouragement that will help a lot of people listen to this as mm-hmm. well it's like god god is working through you it's something you have to allow him to do because that then they'll never override the free will he gave you but once you come into agreement with this and allow him to work through you it's it's something that he's doing um and that's something i've been at peace with with you know my music and stuff that i'm creating it's like yo god is working through me so it's like yeah it 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 relieves the pressure you know so so if god's perfect and he's working through me then you know subsequently what does that mean for the thing that i've created if i've genuinely invited him into my process um so yeah that that's something that has also been helping me like it's it's really god that's so tough and that really goes into what i honestly was thinking before the episode and it's the fact that sometimes i feel like we hold ourselves to a standard that god didn't even give to us like we're 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 trying to like reach this level of you know perfectionism that he hasn't even set on our lives at all that he is not called us to try and reach and let alone do it like through ourselves from ourselves or by ourselves right. and so to your point like okay this pressure of um, like making a mistake or not getting it right or feeling like it's not up to it's not pleasing whether that be to ourselves or to other people yeah. yo like god is the one again to your point like it's working through us that is going to help us get to where we need to go. Yeah. And so like, if we have full faith in that, going back to your point about Peter, right? Like in understanding that, okay, like I go, I'm going to step out and really believe that the outcome is on him and that he can do this work in me. That's going to alleviate a lot of that anxiety, that overthinking and that pressure that Mm -hmm. we get sometimes. And so I think we got to realize that God is big enough to hold like our mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even when we think that we've fallen short of some standard or it wasn't ideal, 
um, especially when we know we've given our all. And um, he can hold that. Like, there's space for that. And we don't have to be so, like, uptight and pessimistic and right. negative um, in this consistent cycle of that. Like, that's not, cause that's not what he wants from us. And so, like, even if it's not ideal, it's still useful. Mm. Like, even if it's not or it doesn't feel as mm. if, like, it's always exactly where it needs to be, it's still what he's going to use <laughs> regardless. Right. And so that's what I'm learning and what's coming to my mind after what you, after you saying that, because, um, that he, he's that powerful, right? Like if I know that I'm again, to your point, I'm giving everything that I have, I'm being diligent, I'm being obedient and managing what I have. Well, then he's going to, he's going to use whatever comes from that. Exactly. And it's going to have the impact that it does, not just because of my obedience, but because of his hand on it. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. So that, that, yeah, that's heat. That's heat. Yeah. Yeah. I think this entire episode, everything that you've been saying and even stuff that like, it's so weird how the, how the episodes work sometimes. It's like, I, I have stuff and notes that I'm writing down that are like helping me. And it's like, it's like what I need to hear, but it's like what, <laughs> what it's like, it's so it's like a weird little dynamic that happens sometimes, but I definitely needed to hear everything that we're talking about here. Cause I think very recently I've, I've felt very like tormented in this area of like perfectionism. And the reason why is cause like, so I, I, essentially I was reading this verse in John 17, 20 through 22. Right. And it says, I do not pray for these alone. This is Jesus speaking, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you father are in me. And I in you that also that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me. I have given them that they may not be one just so that they may be one just as we are one. I, I messed up the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but essentially it's it's because um, this is the truth. At the end of the day, like what Jesus did for us, it, it allows uh, it's giving us access to a oneness with him. And I think in a way it was being twisted in my mind and, and and that's where the pressure was coming from. Cause I was on some like, well, I'm supposed to be one with God. Like that's some guys give me access to. It's like, well, why am I dealing with this writer's block? Why am I dealing with this? And this, this, this is like, yo, it's not adding up. What's going on, God? Like, and I'm, you know, putting so much pressure on myself cause I'm reading verses like this. And it's like, these are things I have access to as a believer, but um, why am I not seeing the fullness of that yet in my life? And there was such a pressure. So, talking about this has helped me even, you know, understand it for myself and, and also recognizing that what it talked about in the verse I brought up about God is working through us. Like he's saying, um, in Philippians two twelve thirteen, 13, like I was saying, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Like it is God who works in you. That That's present tense. Like God is present tense doing a work in you. So like, these are things you have access to, but at the end of the day, it's a process of allowing God to work through you to uh, get get you to, like, this complete oneness type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, just, like, context for me. Like, this past week, that's something I was struggling with is, like, you know, the standard. It's, like, that's there, but why am I not seeing it? Well, it's, like, you know, it's a process, and God is working in you, um, and that's where your peace should lie type of thing. Um so yeah, I think this 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 episode has definitely been very very needed for me to hear for sure. No, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and that 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 makes a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about this because I think we've I guess been on a kick 
again, like I, I mentioned not too long ago, just what we're really wanting to take into this year yeah. with us. And this is definitely one of those things. Of, For sure. All right, what is, what is my response to failure? Like, how do I recover? How do I essentially take my next steps after life or whatever I'm working on, whatever I do, my relationship doesn't necessarily line up exactly the way that I saw it or I expected or I want. Like, can I still trust that God is continuing to do a work in me, that it this isn't in vain, that it's still useful unto his glory? And, you know, having a heart of, like, perseverance and resilience, yeah. just not to give up and shut down, but to continue to keep going. Exactly. So, nah, that's... That's pretty much it. I know that's what I'm challenging myself with. And yeah, you was you was going crazy, bro. You was ready to come back. Hey, <laughs> hey of course, bro. I had the ammunition with me, bro. I was ready, bro. <laughs> it was that time. It was that time. But look, we'll be back next week, Wednesday. Feel me. Y'all know what it is. Hope y'all enjoy yourself this weekend. So stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love. Much love.